0: Good morning. Welcome to the Sunday edition of the I Got Nothing Show. Now normally I do the I Got Nothing show maybe on a Wednesday or whatnot, but I think <clears throat> I think today is a special occasion. Not really special per se, it's just it is the June 7th edition in the year 2020 of the I Got Nothing Show. Featuring me on my own today is my name is Adrian. As you know, as you listened to this show before, we're gonna do things a little bit differently today. For the first time in a long time, I think I'm upset. Yeah, I think I'm upset. And I'll tell you why, but first, let's get the bills out of the way. We'd like to thank Podbean.com for sponsoring this show. It's been going on for two plus years. Thank you for all of you who choose to listen to this show, choose to download it, choose to comment, choose to float my inbox full of email, it is much appreciated. You know i respond to each and every single one of you. Whether you agree with my views, whether you find my show entertaining, whether you don't like the things that I say, or my opinions, because once again, they're my opinions. You know, I try not to look up facts and lecture you and stuff like that. You can find that on other podcast shows. This show is mainly about views and opinions, because that's what life is, about views and opinions. I know, I've said it before, it's facts over feelings but they're on occasion where your opinion must be heard. So once again, you can always subscribe to uh, walkerac76.podbean.com, walkerac76.podbean.com, you can find me on Instagram under walkeracexperience, it's all one word, just a silly little page where I put little bitty things here and there, you know, just to make you chuckle, just to make you think, but most likely just to be funny. Also on TikTok under walkerac, little page still in building, but you know, a little bitty things here and there, but the crust of today's show is I've had a few people email me and message me, you know, saying, hey, what do you think about what's going on? How do you feel about what's going on? What is your opinions about black man? And I, I believe I touched a lot of that on my previous show with Ann Walker, the I Got Nothing show. That show did very high numbers, very successful. And once again, I do do thank the people that chose to listen and download the show. Once again, whether you agree with me or not, these are just views and opinions and experiences of what I've been through, what my sister has been through, what our family has been through as a black family. Now, before I go off on a rant here, once again, this show is not about getting likes. It's not about getting viewership. It's not about you messaging me, comparing and contrasting what it is to be a black person versus a white person versus an Asian person versus a German person. It's just my viewpoints and just some things I have to get off my chest, right or wrong. It's just my opinion. So as I put this disclaimer out there, if you choose to stop the show right now, by all means, stop the show right now. I have plenty of other great shows that I've done with other people that I've hold near and dear to me. Um, Various past episodes of the I Got Nothing show, uh, the Walker AC Experience, um, the always popular Slacking Majestically show, and just various little things like that. You can always go on YouTube, look up the Henry the Fox animation, and stuff like that. And it's always a great thing, so I highly recommend that. But to get on the topic at hand here, as you know, I am a black man. I am a black American, African American. Whatever society deems to call me or refer to me as, which is always a tremendous thing. When I was a young kid walking down the street with my brother, my brother had nunchucks, just having a good old time playing around with him. When we were we were young in our early, early teens, we were talking maybe like 14, 15 a police officer drove by us in a rural neighborhood just walking around having our grandioso time doing what we do best to just be goofy and silly and have a good time. The police literally stopped two children and the Caucasian officer pulled out his gun. And I was terrified. I was extremely terrified. And he pulled out his gun and he wanted my brother to drop the weapon, which was a pair of nunchucks we were walking down the street with that were plastic. And we asked him what the problem was and his response was, you had a weapon in your hand. I don't know if you're going to do any damage and you could have quote unquote knocked my dick in the dirt, which I was a great phrase. I chose to use later on in life But at the time I was terrified. I was very terrified. And that was my first interaction with an officer in Florida. I know, it's pretty interesting. And that really set the tone for as my life grew down in the South. Once again, I'm not disparaging the South or talking shit about the South. It's just, once again, my own experiences. As I grew older, I spent time with my cousins. There were nine of us. And we just walk around and do our normal things on a weekend. We were kids, there's not too much you can do at that that age. So we walk around having a good time on our own. There have been countless times we've been stopped by the police for looking suspicious. That was a clever way of saying, you know, you know, you niggas look suspicious, what are you up to, various things of of that nature. And I am gonna turn into a racist thing because it is. You know, point blank and simple, it is about race. And I have, friends who are not African-American. I've been in relationships with ladies that have not been African-American. I don't discriminate, I love for love, but I digress. I have been stopped on multiple occasions. A little brief story, I know I've told a few people that were close to me, but driving in Orlando, going to see a friend of mine, went in the left-hand uh, turning lane, my turned green, I moved, Halfway out the lane, light turned yellow and then red. I got pulled over immediately. Once again, I'm a black male. I am inherently afraid of police officers. And I know people who are not African-American kind of chuckle at that, saying, why? You know, they're here to protect and serve you. You don't do nothing wrong, so don't worry about it. Yes, I do worry about it. A black man growing up with this, yes, I fear. So I pulled over. I sat there, officer, what's the problem, officer? Young lady said, well, you ran the red light. I'm like, I understand, but I got halfway out there, the light turned yellow and red. And I didn't believe I ran it, but okay, because I'm not gonna argue. I'm not, it's not worth arguing over. I'll plead my case and it is what it is. And the officer looked at me and said, and I quote, you people always like to run lights. And then she caught herself. She caught herself the moment she made that statement. And she knew, being an educated man that I am, I'm like, what do you mean you people? So she quickly asked for my license or registration and moved on. And then five minutes later, five minutes later, she came back and said, have a good night. And that made me laugh. And that shouldn't have made me laugh. It really should have upset me. But as I think about it, as life goes on, you know, you live and learn, and you take life as just what it is. It's a theme of experiences, that's all it is. Life is an experience. You live and experience after experience after experience. Good, bad, ugly, and different. Life is an experience. Life is what you make it. Life is how you handle the situation at best. So on to my next journey. I have, and I've always had a problem with the word nega, always. Now I know this particular generation, you know, that word has been kind of desensitized and that the word has no power anymore, but to me it still does, and I'll tell you why. Uh, Being 44 years old, I've never experienced that particular word until I moved to my current location because being a kid up north, it's there, but my particular settings, is a predominantly, you know, black neighborhood and you've never heard it in a very derogatory fashion. I have been called nigga more times in my life than I can say the word water, and of course, you know that's just funny. But it wouldn't be so funny if it, was, if it wasn't so true. You know, the word nigga to me holds very heavy content. You know, holds a very heavy feeling to me, especially when it's especially when somebody calls somebody else that. Even in terms of endearment, it still bothers me because to me that word. Is not our own you know we don't own that word that word was created for us that word was created for black people you know look at your history guys you know it is that word was created for us now that word has been replaced with other words other words like ghetto or you know or uh what's what's another word here once again, this is the power of the lack of edit I do on the shows because I want this to be raw, and emotional. Uh, you know, not not a heavily financial area. You know, and also hood rich and stuff like that. That's just another word for nigga. That's that's all it is. And the experiences that's gone on nowadays, of course, you know, it's everywhere. You know Facebook social media talk about the case and black lives matter and yes folks it does matter I know all of you want to say all lives matter but face it look at your history books 400 years plus various killings and murders and lynching and rapes and raids various things like that will tell you that black lives matter so I don't need to to go on about blue lives or yellow lives, or red lives, or all lives. No, no, no. Black lives matter because what we have been put through for many, many years, and once again, I know this generation does not want to harp on it too much because it provides something negative. It's something they don't want to talk about. But it's true. It's real. It's brutal. It's uncomfortable. And you need to have sometimes uncomfortable conversations. You need to face things that make you uncomfortable, things that make your skin crawl, And racism is one of them. Racism was more predominant, you know, back in the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, and even part of the 90s. You know, it's still here, folks. It's just more hidden. And now with the use of cell phone video cameras and stuff like that, you get to see it firsthand. And it shocks you and it smacks you right in the face because it's there. And unfortunately, there's not much you can do about it because it's been going on for so many years. I understand that most of my podcasts are about positivity and looking at things in a much more brighter light, but the harsh, cold reality is racism is still there. It's still there. It's predominantly still there. You find out who your real friends are, or you find out who your real acquaintances are when something racial hits, that it hits home, and then you know, the, the the opinions come out of what he was doing prior to having his neck kneeled on and died seven to eight minutes later. What was he doing prior to that, before the cameras turned on? And my answer to that is, why does it matter? Really, why does it matter? He could have been selling crack. He could have been drunk. He could have been violent. But the fact is, the police are here to, you know, to serve and protect us, you know, yes, there are bad apples. I don't need to hear that excuse, but no one. And I mean, no one who is apprehended by authority should not be slammed to the ground and having a person's, you know, knee to their neck for eight minutes until they die. Now, once again, in the comment section below, you can give me all these wild scenarios that will justify in your opinion, why he needed to die or an opinion to why Rodney King needed to have the shit beat out of him by multiple police officers and have them be acquitted. Of course, you know, you can say, well, well, what happened? What did he do to provoke that? No, that doesn't work that way. If a person of color goes on a killing spree and they get killed, oh, that's, wow, there you go. (laughs) But my point is, and it's not to rebel rouse, it's not to cause any anger or confusion, or not to have people not like me because I'm pro-black and all that fun stuff. Unfriend me if you don't like the views that I talk about and my opinions that I talk about being a black man, everything I've experienced, whether it be going to a person of color's, excuse me, that person of not a color's house and have their parents go, hey, that black guy's here for you. Or hey, um, my daughter's dating a black guy. Or hey, um, is, is, is Adrian here because I spoke to him over the phone? Well, that's me. Oh, you're Adrian. I didn't I didn't expect you to be in a stop and I go a black guy or I've been called Oreo. Now, for those of you who know what that is, it's, you know, it could be pretty funny, but it's really not funny. Now, for those of you who don't know, an Oreo means that you're black outside and, and, and white in the middle. To me, I found that humorous for a few seconds, and then it offended me. And I'll tell you why it offended me, because you know most of you who listen to my show, you know they know I like to take things to stride, I find humor and everything. Because once again, uh, the the uh, secret to life is happiness, and it's fun, and it's humor. The more you laugh, the more you are positive. Uh, the more you get away from the negativity in your life, the longer you live. And that's my opinion. That's just my opinion because when you go through so much and you're trying to find the good in it, that makes you stronger. But to get back to what I was saying, that really offended me. And also, when someone says, Well, I don't mean to be racist, but, Well, are you going to say something fucking racist? Or, This is my favorite one. Now, follow along if you can, follow along with the lyrics. Adrian, you don't sound black. You don't act black. I really don't think you're black. People have had the audacity to tell me that. To my face. With a smile on her face. Not expecting me. Wanting to turn violent and rip their face off. Let me in on a little secret. Being black, which I'm not really too fond of that term, but... We'll talk about that here in a second. Being black, there is no stereotype. There is no stereotype of how a black person should walk, talk, carry themselves, conduct business, associate with somebody else, dress, anything of the sort. I'll let that hang in the air for a second. There is no particular way to be black. They called us black. They looked at our style. They looked at our way of life. They looked at how we communicated with other people as black. And they came up with that. They came up with, that's your style. They came up with Ebonics. They came up with the way you should be. And as always have hovered over my head, even at my current age of 44, I'm, I'm still being told to this day you don't sound black. You don't even act black. In which, in turn, I look at them and I ask the $6 million question, how does one act black? How does one talk black? And then, for those who are really, really bold, that are not afraid of me to rip their face off, then they will pantomime how a black person is supposed to, to uh, act like and talk like. And that's just insulting on so many levels. And then that's when I end the conversation and I walk away. Because as much as I love pointing out ignorance and people, don't be alarmed. I'm far from intelligent. I'm not the smartest peanut in a turd. I have my faults to an nth degree. Ask anyone, they will tell you what my faults are. Happily, will tell you what my faults are. But it just bothers me with this perception of what a black person is supposed to be. So once again, when a black person gets killed, everyone else of not, of, of not that particular color, they look for reasoning, and they look for excuses to why a black person dies, why police raid a home by a mistake and kill the black people inside and nothing happens to where a black man who's being chased by the authority get gunned down in the back and has no repercussion yet now by all means you can fact check me it's no problem I've been wrong before not the first time not the last time but once again these are just my opinions fish or foul right or wrong These are just my opinions being a black man growing up in America is a death sentence the worst thing a black man can be is in a white person's imagination. That's where it all stems from. People fear black people, black men, black women, black children, black babies. They fear us because it's in their imagination. It's what they see. It's what they hear. They see it. They're like, oh, they're instantly going to be like that. And that's where perception totally gets twisted. So yes, black lives matter. Yes, a black person being killed by an authoritative figure, that matters. So I had to throw my little two cents in. I had a whole lot more to say, but once again, I don't want to turn this into something that it really shouldn't be. I try to keep everything positive in this little bitty podcast I could amongst all the millions of podcasts in the world that have touched upon this subject ad nauseum. Because... And the harsh reality right now, today, and for the past week or so, this has been a fad. Black Lives Matter has been a fad on Facebook and Instagram and on the news and t-shirts and spray paintings. It's been a fad. Just like New Coke, it's been a fad. And for those those of you who don't believe me, go back in your history books. Rodney King till KKK lynching of black people for years. You get mad about it. You march about it. You scream about it. And for those of you who didn't like black people and want to feel good about yourselves, stood up for us also and tried to understand and try to relate to the plight of the black man. Newsflash, you can't. So please, don't email me. Don't write me saying that you understand what a black man has been through. That old saying, walk a mile in my shoes. You can't understand what a black man's been through. You can't understand the constant fear that you're in when you're driving in your car and a police pulls up behind you. Is my car paid for? Of course. My insurance paid for? Yep. Do I have any criminal uh, you know, uh, warrants? Nope. Beat anybody? Kill anybody? Nope. But that worry is still there because I've been through it. I've been stopped, I've been profiled, I've been searched. I've had a gun drawn on me multiple times. So this is what I go through as a black man. This is what a lot of black men go through because we're feared, plain and simple. Disagree if you like, I understand. This is my opinion, this is my show, I'm speaking to you as a black man now i would like to be called an american i would like to be called an american i would not like to be called a black person a black man a black american because when you boil it down especially in 2020 i'm an american and that's all should that all should it really matter you know yes you know yes when mazes and everything brought the slaves over named us beat us he termed us the term nigga and black and, and we are not even a whole person up until a little over 60 years ago read your history folks we just got named all this stuff and i would like i would hope and pray that this generation would just speak just called americans that's it i i don't care for Chinese Americans or Spanish Americans or white Americans, well, actually just pure white, but let's just be called Americans and leave that portion alone. And this may raise a little bit of, ruffle a little bit of feathers because I understand pride in your culture and pride of who you are, black pride. Of course, I understand that. I've had black pride since I can remember, but I would like to be called an American because there's nothing more insulting being in a room or talking to somebody and they go who's adrian or or or, or where is adrian and they point and go the black guy over there i'll let that hang in the air one more time and i'll say it again because it it bears repeating i'm in a room or someone goes who's adrian or I, i talked to adrian before who you know who is he Oh, that black guy on the phone, or that black guy um, in the room. Not the guy over there in the, in, in the blue shirt, or the baggy pants, or or the guy with the glasses on, or the guy who stands really weird. You know, or the guy who you know talks like he's white. No, I am described by my color. Think about that. Have you, non-African American people? Have you been described by your color? Who's Jim? Oh, well, he's that guy over there with the glasses on and the shirt. No, he's that white guy over there. Because think about that. Really, really think about that. I've been called stupid. I've been called ugly. I've been called so many names in a book. I can do a whole podcast on the names I've been called. That's fine. One thing I don't like to be called, number one is nigga. Not even in a humorous or uh, a term of endearment. Because to me, that's not a term of endearment. I'd rather have you call me asshole than have you call me nigga. Because once again, to me, that's a derogatory term. I don't care how much you want to to humanize that word. In my generation, to me, that word was was, meant you were lower than a human being. And I take that to heart. So all in all, I just want to be called an American. And I want to be treated equal, just like everybody else. I won't touch on white privilege or anything of the sort because I'm not white. I don't, know. I don't know what it is to be Caucasian. I have no idea. I don't know the perks. I don't know the guarantees. I don't know the fun. I don't know anything of that sort. All I know is what it's like to be black and the experiences that I've had, the struggles that I had to go through, whether it be self-inflicted or whether it be you know, the hurdles that society has thrown in front of me. And yes, I could bitch and complain more, but I'm not. I realize as a black man growing up in America, you work hard. You have to work harder than most. You have to work twice, three, four, five times as harder than the average person. It's proven. Do your homework, folks. And when you get to the top of the highest that you can be, you need to work 50 times as hard to stay there. Because once you're there, then they'll get rid of you. They'll try to get rid of you because I guarantee you, as much as some of you may agree with me and a good chunk of you may disagree with me, when you're a black man, you never can die clean. I heard that quote from a from a comedian who said, you know, when you're a black man, and you're famous or you've done good or people look at you in a high light, you cannot die clean because they will find something on you to tarnish you. For whatever reason, I don't know. I only can speculate. I only can give you my opinion. I've worked hard my whole entire life. Have I been the greatest person in the world? No. Have I done hurtful things and wrong things? Of course I have because I'm human. Everybody does it. By all means, I'll be the first to tell you I'm far from perfect, never will be, never claim to be. I have a whole lot of work to go. Being at the ripe old age of 44, I have a lot to learn, still a lot to do, and a positivity. As much as I want it to be there 100%, sometimes it's not, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to have a smile on your face every day. It's hard, I understand. I know that we as a society cannot be happy 24 hours a day, seven days a week. This is why I like just to be known as peaceful. I like peace. I surround myself with things that bring me peace. Once I have peace, the happiness follows. Once again, walk, race, experience, listen to the past shows about peace and happiness. But at this point in time, with everything that's going on right now, I wanted just to bring my two cents in and just ramble and rant about how it feels to be an angry black guy in America and all the terms that follow along with it and how you are guilty until proven innocent. And how when you walk down the street and someone not of color walk by you, you'll get the side eye. They'll look at you different. How you go to apply for certain things, you're looked at different. You're looked at in a a different light. It's true, I'll keep saying it, do your homework. How you are perceived as a human being How are you looked at when you're in a relationship? How are you looked at when you meet somebody new that's not of the same color? How you are judged by your color? It has gone on for many, many years. Unfortunately, I don't think it will change. No matter how many protests, no matter how many people come from out of states to protest and destroy other communities and other areas. It's going to happen. We've had protests before. Violent, nonviolent, people have died, everything of the sort. It will continue to happen. And when the next fad comes along, this will be forgotten until it happens again. And believe me, folks, it will happen again. Look at your history books. Go back years. Google. Google is your best friend. It's your worst enemy. Look up Black Murders. Look up riots, look up racism, look up all that fun stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable that that the internet will provide for you. You have to be uncomfortable. Talking about racism is an uncomfortable subject for people who are not of color. Racism for black America, we will look at you dead in your face, smirk, shrug our shoulders and go, what's new? Water's wet, sun rises and sets. Racism is still here, whether it's in your face, whether it's more hidden nowadays, or whether it's recorded, like what we just saw. And then it takes quite a bit of time before those people have been prosecuted. Just think about that for a minute. Yes, they're in jail. Think about how long that took. Think about how long it would have it would have taken if it wasn't recorded. And I'll leave you on this. Black lives matter. Stop with the bullshit of all lives matter. Stop, just stop. Black lives matter. Look at your history. Look at your history of how black people have been treated for many, many, many years. And then understand before you open your mouth and say all lives matter, or blue lives matter, or rainbow lives matter. Once again, that's painting with a broad brush. Don't look too deeply into it. I was just using it as an example. So like, subscribe, follow, comment on the I Got Nothing show featuring just me, Adrian. I'll get back to you next week. Take care of yourselves and do something. Do something. And I mean this the most positive way as possible. Do something positive. Smile more, laugh more, learn your history. Unlearn the horrible things and do right for yourselves, do right for other people. If the hate is still in your heart, get away from things that you hate. It's that simple. Stay inside, put your phone on mute, turn off your computer. Disconnect yourself from social media. Retrain yourself. Evolve as a human being. Do not be the same person you were a month ago, or two months ago, or three months ago, or even yesterday. Evolve as a person. Do better. Live better. Treat people better. If you cannot treat the people that are around you or the people that you know better, then don't be around them. Don't put yourself through the unnecessary drama, unnecessary stress, unnecessary anything, because life isn't about that. Life is about happiness. Life is about peace. Life is about being the better version of yourself that you can be every single day. I know you can. But the question is, do you know you can? Can you be a better person? Prove it to yourself that you can be a better person. Once again, take care of yourselves. See you next week.